You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, welcome back to this episode of the podcast. I am so thankful that you gave a few minutes of your time to grow in the Lord. So you know that this is the week that we're preparing ourselves for Mother's Day. This Sunday when we show up for church, you know, we'll recognize mothers and we'll have the the ladies in our church family who are making disciples. You know, they'll be front and center Sunday. We're going to celebrate them and give thanks to the Lord. But this week in the podcast, I'm trying to interview a few of the mothers of our church, some women who have not just raised their kids, but have raised our church. Church, some of the ladies who have influenced a lot of us. And I am extremely excited about today's podcast episode because I have my pastor's wife. I have Miss Donna Ruth Hogan, who has been the first lady of Carterville for about 120 years. I'm just I'm just picking with you, DR. DR, you have just celebrated 90 years on God's earth. You and Brother Hogan have served this church for 50 years. I don't know of any mothers in the church, you know, that could mean more to me personally than you. So thanks a lot for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Well, I want to just kick off by asking, you know, I know that you've got opinions, right? Anybody that knows you, we know you've got some opinions. But I want some of your opinions today to bless the women in our church. And uh, first, let me just dial the clock back. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately is, and I don't know, I don't know what happened, but years ago, um, when my wife was Growing up in Carterville, she's surrounded by a group of ladies. And I got to thinking about how many of those ladies married preachers or ministers. You know, Russell Mord is married to a Carterville girl. Kevin Cooper, married to a Carterville girl. You know, Brian Hennett, married to a Carterville girl. Uh, Grant Stegall, married to a Carterville girl. I just started going through the list of all these ladies in Carterville that married ministers. And I started scratching my head saying, why did so many of these ladies uh, grow up and feel called into ministry and married married pastors and ministers. And, you know, I've got to tell you, Miss Donna Ruth, one of the answers that I came up with is because Rose Rainey and Donna Ruth Hogan and a handful of other women at Carterville Church were such good role models and mentors. So I want to thank you for that. And now I want to ask you, tell me, what when you look back on your ministry and the things that you've tried to instill in the women of the church, like my wife, what are some of the things that you just want to pass down to the next generation? Just remember to be honest, to be fair in your dealings with people. Mm -hmm. You can express your opinion, but express it in the right way, which I didn't always do. (laughs) And uh, try to set the very best example that you possibly can. And one thing to remember, I didn't plan to be a minister's wife. That was not my idea. I planned to be a pediatrician. But to be a minister's wife, remember, don't try to be holier than thou. That's right. Don't try to be perfect. Be yourself. Yeah. Miss Donner, one of the things that at Carter that we've always loved about you is that you have been honest. You've been a very genuine and wonderful version of who God made you. So thanks for not pretending. Thanks for not being hypocritical. Thank you for being real. Thank hey, you. Uh, you know, I recognize the magnitude of Brother Hogan's ministry on our church family, on my life, on my family, and on our church, right? And that being said, I want you to hear me tell you that I recognize the magnitude of your ministry on our church. And so I want us just to think a minute about Ms. Donnery, what are a few of the things as you 
look back over your 50 years, what are some of the things that you've done to help people in the church family grow in Jesus? I mean, I know you've opened your home and you've done so many other things, but would you just share a few of the things that God's used to you? Well, for? when we first came here, they had a very active WMU. WMU was very active in this association at that time. It's not anymore. Other things have taken over. But the young women were left out. It was all the old women, and I mean the 70 and 80 year old women who ran things, and the younger women didn't got, have a chance. Well, I wanted to organize a young women's WMU, and I met much opposition. <laughs> okay. But I stuck with it, and I said, yes, these young women do not want to be in here with us. And I made 40 when we came to Carterville, and I said, that includes me. I'm too old. And so I helped to organize a younger group, Murrah Carpenter and Lillian Barnes are still in our church, Dawn Napier, yes. and got them interested in WMU, and, until, and then it, it grew from there. You know what I love? I love to hear, as you, as you celebrate 90, and you look back and you say, when you were 40, you were pushing for the church needs to have room for young ladies to yes. be growing Jesus. I, I love hearing that from you. Thank you very much. And I'm thinking about some of those ladies you mentioned. I love them. And so I just want to challenge the church, you know, for all the ladies in our church, for the men of our church, you know, what can we do in our generation to make sure that church, for young families, that they've got room to grow, that they can experience what you and Brother Hogan led the church to, you know, 50 years ago? Well, fellowship. Yeah. And we have always, in all of our pastorates, tried to have fellowship. Uh, even when we were making very little, little salaries, right. very small salaries, and we had to count every penny, right. we uh, cooked things like jambalaya, mm -hmm. spaghetti and meat sauce, mm -hmm. and have a whole group over. Now, let's stop and stop right there for a minute. Because I want you to tell the church a little bit about the hospitality ministry that the Lord has used for you. And what I mean by that is you and Brother Hogan, you've had your home open for as long as I've known you. I've been, I've been your guest. I mean, you, you've had Lindsay and I in your home. Yeah. Um, you guys have blessed, gosh, I couldn't guess how many. What have y'all done with those dinners? Like, tell me how you've done it. I hope this will inspire dozens of people in the church to think about opening their house the way that you've done yes, it. Open it, your house and don't ask them to bring a dish. Just tell them to come. Find a cheap something that you could afford. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. And I have cooked the same meal over and over and over and over sometimes mm -hmm. for weeks on end. But And have at least 10 couples at the time and tell them no children because adults cannot <laughs> fellowship when they have kids around. That's right. And uh, just invite them over and fellowship and let them know the preacher and his wife are just like them. That's right. They're not up on a pedestal. That's right. They're normal human beings. That's right. Well, I'll tell you, you guys, I think, and you correct me, I think that there was a time when you and Brother Hogan were just working through the adult Sunday school group, so you would have one adult Sunday school class one weekend exactly and a different right. one over the next. Was it Friday night? Was it Thursday night? Did you find Friday nights. Friday nights were, were Preacher and Donna Ruth's hospitality right. night. Right. Well, I know that that was a blessing to me and to lots of other people, so I, I appreciate what you did. I just hate that now the church has grown so that in the last two or three years of Leland's ministry, we couldn't do it as much as we did in the past. There, there are some folks who did not get to experience right. that. 
And they hear us tell stories, you know, about Brother Hogan, about you, and about just about your hospitality. And, you know, and so I just want to encourage a lot of the younger generation, myself included, and those that surround me, like open, Sunday school teachers, you know, yes. staff members, yes. and even just lay folks, open your house and let's have the church in our homes. You know, that could be a real blessing to people. I think that is the best way to get to know people is to have it in your home. You know what, Miss Donna Ruth, we're in the middle of COVID-19 where everybody's been quarantined for ever, right? And I don't know what the 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 plan is going to be from the government when they start to say, well, now you can gather in groups again. I have a hunch that in the beginning it's going to be small groups, you know, groups mm-hmm. of 50 or something like that. But you know what? As much as the church is missing fellowship, this might be the, the secret weapon. I mean, this might be the perfect recipe. Is that I even hope at mine and Leland's age we are still able that's right. To have some people over. And the last few times I've had them over, I've used my good china with plastic plates on top. <laughs> I love and, and when it was over, in the past, I didn't let people help clean That's up. That's right, but now But you I do. let them help clean up. That's right. And we still have had some good times. Well, and some you know, some of the people who are listening, you know, having ten couples over at a time may sound scary to them. Well, start with four start or six or eight or, or something, you know. But I, I love what you've done. Now, Ms. Donna Ruth, I want to shift gears to um, before you retired. You were a history teacher right. at the local school. Right. Uh, well, one of the ways that you influenced my wife is that you also sponsored the Bible Club. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that you found a way to use your professional calling, your job, even to use that to work for the Lord. And I and I hope other people will follow suit. Do you have any advice about that? Yes, and since in the high school they no longer have clubs like the Bible Club and like those clubs like we used to have, but we used to, we've had as many as 75 kids in our house at one time. Wow, that's awesome. You know, and we'd give them hot dogs on the patio. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I made yumbos. They still will ask me, do you still make yumbos? What on earth is a yumbo? It's a hamburger bun with a slice of ham lunch meat, a slice of cheese wrapped in foil and melted in the oven. Oh, Lindsay yes. Lindsay could tell you. Yes. Because she's had them here. That's fair. You know, Lindsay makes something very much like that, but I didn't know it was called a yumbo. Yeah, we called them yumbos. Well, I... And we could have that and Cokes and chips. And then I'd make some kind of dessert. Yeah. And it was not real expensive. And uh, the kids would say, are we going to have yumbos? <laughs> well, I love it. Miss Donner, I just, I want to thank you. I mean, we've, this is, um, it's been a joy for me. What is it there, is for me. Thank you. Well, I want to, just on behalf of the whole church, you know, for a minute on this podcast, I just want to honor you and tell you, I know what a difference you made. I look at my wife, the church has no idea how much of an influence Lindsay has for the good on the whole right. church. And unless right. you've been a, a minister's wife, you probably don't see that. Well, because I live with a minister's wife, no. I know what an impact you've had on me and on all of us. And I just want to tell you, thank you for that. So thank you for You're your welcome. service to thank the Lord. You. It's a wonderful church. And in all of our churches, we've had we've never had to leave a church. You guys have never been kicked out. We've never been kicked out of a church, and that's a miracle for a Baptist church. We always left in tears and them in tears. Yeah. And so 
God has richly blessed us well, Ms. in Donna, our ministry. Just for everybody who's listened to the podcast, I just want to highlight your legacy of relationships, that you've loved people really well. You've had them in your home. You've cared about them. And I know that you've sometimes cared about the rebels and the misfits and some of the well, folks you, that other people were passing over. I've seen that. And I just I just want to encourage, listen, church family as we make disciples together. And, and all the mothers of the church, as you're listening to our first lady mother of the church, like let's don't miss the opportunity to open your home, to create relationships, and love people one at a time. Yes, that's the most important thing. Let people know that you love them. Well, you've done a remarkable job, and I love you, Miss Donner. Thanks for your time. You're welcome.